What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of the Will Ford Show. And uh, your favorite guest of all time, Alec Bell is... Eh, fair enough. Alec Bell is back. And we've got a lot to talk about with the NFL, maybe a little NBA talk too. But Alec wants to tear apart my list that I came out with recently, the Ford Food Chain of top 10 uh, receiving cores, including tight ends in the NFL for each team. And uh, let's just say that Alec kind of disagrees with my rankings and the teams that I have in there, but that's okay. Um, but Alec, welcome back, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing great. I wouldn't say I'm your favorite guest. I would say I'm your most reoccurring guest. Okay. <laughs> Mostly because I'm the only person that can come on and drop of a hat. And this is probably the only podcast I can go on. And drop of a hat. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> also don't sell yourself short though. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> can't really, uh, already agree done. With that one. it's already done. Okay. So go ahead, rip into me. I, I came out with a top 10 list of receiving cores in the NFL post the Julio Jones trade to the Tennessee Titans. And just for everybody listening, I'll read it off. Uh, number 10, the Miami Dolphins. Number nine, the San Francisco 49ers. Number eight, the Los Angeles Rams. Number seven, the Seattle Seahawks. Number six, the Tennessee Titans with a newly acquired Julio Jones. Number five, the Minnesota Vikings. Number four, the Buffalo Bills. Number three, the Dallas Cowboys. Number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. And number one, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Super Bowl champs. Um, and so you want to, are you, sorry, are you changing the order or are you going to add new teams? Uh, I'm just going to change the order because I really didn't feel like going back and finding new teams. Frankly, I think the Steelers deserve to be in the top 10, but and that's not I'm, I'm, there. I'm here yeah, for that argument. This is just personal preference. Yeah, I'd say so with how high the Cowboys were. Okay, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb. How is that not top five? Well, a top five you could debate, but you're telling me they are better than Irv Smith Jr., Justin Jefferson, and Adam Thielen. I think Amari. I get Cooper, it, Irv Smith Jr. I, I think, I think Amari Cooper is better than Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. I think Michael Gallup is not better than Justin Jefferson. He's not better than Thielen. Um, and I would say CeeDee Lamb is not better than Jefferson or Thielen, but you have three receivers compared to two. And all and three, all three of them are pretty good. Irv Smith Jr. is an all right tight end. He's okay. Michael Gallup, pretty good. I would say he's a solid number three. He can be a number two. Pretty good. Uh, he had a, he had before C D Lamb, he had a thousand yard season. Yeah, because he was the only person to throw to. With Amari Cooper. He had an 1,000-year yeah, season okay. with Amari. Uh, whatever. Okay, but anyway. Just saying. Well, that still doesn't uh, negate, the, negate... What's the word I'm talking Negate? Negate the fact of the 49ers and Dolphins being on this list. Over the Steelers, might I say. Okay, listen. Over... Deontay Johnson, Juju, and Chase Claypool. Part, part of the reason I have the Dolphins in there is because it, it's it's kind of a projection. I think talent-wise, they're certainly up there because Jalen Waddell and Will Fuller are athletic freaks that never, can just Will Fuller never plays. Um, if he okay, this is assuming everyone's uh, yeah, healthy. Yeah, exactly. This is assuming everyone's healthy. 
Julio Jones was hurt half the year last year, and I have him at number six what? with AJ Brown. But it's but it's Julio Jones. We're okay. talking the best receiver within the past generation. One of, I should say. Yeah, I was gonna say relax on that a little bit. I mean, you can't compare Julio Jones and Will Fuller. No, I, I understand, but I just think talent-wise, the way that they can run routes and get down the field and just outrun everybody, Jalen Waddle and Will Fuller bring something to an offense that no other team, they don't have those elements of, of speed. Some teams will have a, a speedy receiver, but you have two that can just absolutely fly. And then Devontae Parker is a very nice, I think he's a low-tier number one receiver. Okay, I have a couple questions. Okay. Who do you think is better, Juju or Devontae Parker? Devontae Parker. You can't say that. You Why? Can't say that. <laughs> what do you mean? You cannot say that. I, I, Juju, no, listen, that's really close. That's a coin flip for me, but I would pick Devontae Parker. Oh, my God. Okay, whatever. Moving on. Um, what was the other question? Better? Chase Claypool or Will Fuller? Who would you take right now going into next season? Okay, so if, if we're going to consider health, I would take Chase Claypool. But let's just assume everyone's healthy. It's hard to deny that Will Fuller is just an absolute X factor. I'm not saying that Chase Claypool's, Claypool's not good. I'm just saying you saw what oh my God. All, all Deshaun Watson had to do was just lob the ball up. I, I, listen, I'm not Same saying Big Ben. I'm not saying that Will Fuller Chase is Claypool a, could jump out of the gym. I'm I will go with Chase Claypool, but I, it's not as big of as gap a big it's not as big of a gap as you think. Now, what about Deontay Johnson and Jalen Waddle? Okay, well, anything with a rookie receiver that's obviously a TBD, but Deontay Johnson was hurt a lot last year. No, he wasn't. He, he just was had the dropsies. Well, that too. He was hurt for a few games. Let me look it up. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure he was I, out. I, 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 I thought he was out for a little bit. Here, make me look as up. He just had a case of the dropsies. Well, that's not good. That, trust me, I remember that. I, I would, if I had a, so pr- projection going into the season, I would probably, I would probably say Waddle just because he's going to be playing with Tua. He's a little bit more athletic. He's faster, but he played. He played fifteen games last. Did he year. play fifteen games? Yeah. He maybe maybe I'm thinking passes. of a maybe I'm thinking of a previous season. Then he played he sixteen out. games. He's Two years. He's played 15, 16 and 15 games. Never he got 88 more. passes for okay. 923 yards and seven touchdowns. I just could have swore he was like banged up. Maybe it was just for one game then. I, I, I was wrong. Well, I mean, Tomlin benched him like at halftime at one point because okay. he was the drops. Wait, what, what did he have? 88 catches and what? 923 and seven touchdowns. Okay, but, then, I, then I would go with Deontay Johnson then. But, but that also comes from the dink and dunk that Ben shows on and we're probably gonna have another dink and dunk season too because Ben can't throw it too far they said Haskins has looked really good in practice but they're also saying Mason Rudolph is gonna be the next starter you know <laughs> yeah. enough Yikes. Steeler talk though enough Steeler uh, so, okay talk. so re- re-rank re-rank my list okay. then if you're gonna re-rank it so I have 49ers at 10 because to me all they have is 
Debo Samuel, who had one okay season, one was rookie season, he was solid. I mean, they do have a star in uh, George Kittle, but I mean, that, that's honestly about it. Brandon Ayuk showed promise. After that, I did have the Dolphins at nine. So, I mean, I guess I would knock out the 49ers. If, if I were re-ranking it with different teams, I would probably have the Steelers at seven, in which my seventh team is the Rams. So, in reality, I would probably have Dolphins, Rams, and Steelers, but this is just re-ranking list. Rams at seven with Robert Woods, well, Cooper eight? Cup, which is a very – You didn't even say eight. I'm lying. That's eight. I'm telling okay. you. I'm like five <laughs> cups deep in some Roman Coke, vanilla Roman Coke. But anyway, <laughs> Rams, um, Cooper Cup, and uh, Robert Woods, very underrated duo. I Plus think. Higby. Especially with all oh, Higby's not too bad. Also, they just got rid of uh, their other tight end, Jared Edward. Edward. Mm-hmm. But with Stafford, I think they're only going to get even better. Also, but this is a wide receiver ranking. Yeah, I'm not factoring. Obviously, some of these groups are going to have like great stats just because of the quarterbacks they're with. But like talent wise, I think that this Cup is how and, it is for me. Cup and uh, Cup and Woods are probably two of the quickest receivers in the league with some of the best route runners as yeah, well. Yeah, I was going to say, they're good route runners. And then number six, seven. Yeah, seven, I have the Seahawks. Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf also one of the most underrated duos in the league. I think DK might have a uh, breakout season this year where he, I would say, becomes the number one receiver over Lockett. Because I still think Lockett's the number one at this point. Just because he's He's played longer with Russ. I think I think Lock, Lockett right now is has the edge over him just because of like the connection with Russ. And yeah, all that. yeah. Number six, I have the Cowboys here. Okay. Because because all to me all they have is Amari Cooper and Ceedee Lamb. I don't see Michael Gallup as this top echelon receiver who's like amazing. And all this. I stuff. didn't say that he was like an amazing like number one caliber receiver, but uh, he's definitely a number two, but you can, he's, he's a deep ball receiver that you, you just throw it up and he can just go get it because of his size. Like he's yeah, had, you have a lot of those in the league that just don't get playing time. I think there are somebody right now who could take his place right now and do the exact same thing that Michael Gallup does. I think if okay. you brought in someone like, say, Dion Kane, I think – I'm just saying that because he played on the Steelers like two years ago. I think he would come in and do the same exact job that Michael Gallup but, does. But Gallup's – but Gallup is – the reason why Gallup gets playing time is because he's better. Like, Dion Kane would not play over Michael Gallup. Some of these some of these people just uh, don't get the – well, I'm trying to think of the words here. They don't get the play – they don't get they the, don't opportunity get the opportunity because they're not good. <laughs> Not that's not always the that's not always the uh outcome. All right, so continue. So you have the Cowboys Whatever. at six. You have the Cowboys at six. Number five, number five is the Titans with AJ Brown and Julio Jones, who I think might be the second best do wide receiver duo in the league. I would put duo wise, they would be up there, but I'm talking as a wide receiver I know, core, I know that's like pretty about. much all they have. I know that's that's why I have and, and Julio has the injuries and only plays like you know 
12 games a year. So I, that's why they kind of take a slight hit for me. They do have Adam Humphreys, I think in the slot and like Josh Reynolds too, but like, eh. They just lost uh, Johnny Smith too. Exactly. So. Exactly. So like that, that also hurts. Number four, I'm going with the bills. Cole Beasley, best slot receiver in the league. Oh, 100%. No doubt. Uh, Stephon Diggs, uh, top three maybe receiver in the league, honestly. I would, I would agree. He's definitely top five. De- yeah. At the least. Dawson Knox, he had a very solid – He's his second. It, this is going to be his third year. He didn't necessarily have a breakout season last year, but he had a really solid year. I, I know uh, he had a couple of highlight plays, mm-hmm. but I think he might – this might be one of his breakout years. I remember when he came out, I was pretty high on him in the draft. You draft guru, you. Damn right. Uh, so they're at four? or yep. they, or are they Okay, so who's three? Vikings. Okay. Um, with Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, again, one of the best duos in the league. The only reason they go above – the Titans or the Titans is because they have Irv Smith Jr., who I think is actually a really solid tight end. Oh, I I agree. I think playing behind Kyle Rudolph, he never really got, you know, a the chance, chance. But he learned a lot, and now he's, Kyle Rudolph. He's a, I think he's a little bit is a little faster, a little more athletic version of Rudolph. So I think maybe not quite the the receiver in terms of like the hands, but I think he's going to get the chance to prove it this year. Exactly. And number two, obviously, you have the Chiefs with Kelsey and Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. No, he is not there. He is with the so. Ravens now, I believe. Of course. Anyway, uh, it still doesn't matter. Um, they have McCall Hardman, Terry Kill. Kill. They've literally the fastest team in I've ever seen. Yeah. Five. And then number one, obviously, you have the Bucks, who have easily the best they have like four they're like four or five deep at receiver and three deep at tight end yeah yeah Mike Evans, chris godwin um you have antonio brown i know antonio brown's not the same but he's still antonio brown uh you have uh scotty miller they just drafted jalen darden that's five receivers there then you have gronk, gronk. kind of washed gronk but still gronk you have oj howard yes he's hurt all the time uh, and then Cameron Brait. I mean, you can that's just ridiculous. set up a rotation and just let one of them play each game. Absolutely ridiculous. That's cl- I like, don't understand if why that's not number one them. for everybody, then like it's, something's wrong. I don't understand why they haven't traded OJ Howard. They literally have no need for him at this point. Well, but the market's probably pretty dry because of how hurt he is. You don't want to play. You're not going to trade a mid-round pick for a player who's not going to play. Very true. Very, very true. Kind of like the whole the Brown situation with David Njoku. They have uh, Austin Hooper, and then they drafted the dude from, I believe, FAU. Uh, I can't think of his Hunter name. Hunter Bryant. Hunter Bryant, who was really solid last year. And then they just have uh, David Njoku just kind of sitting there. Yeah. Kind well, of taking he, up state. he still plays a little, but he's been hurt. Yeah. Well, and the Browns are also – I think they're overrated as a receiving core, but I, I would be willing to listen to an argument for putting them in the top 10. Um, I just think there's huge. I think I'm, I'm sticking with my guns on the 49ers and the dolphins there because I think they're more hopeful projections. I think, I think they're more hopeful projections than anything. I I don't understand how you can put them over the Steelers. Listen, I don't know. I understand. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be out there. 
I understand the 49ers have a star in George Kittle, but like then you have Debo Samuel who had one solid season and then Brandon Ayuk who is I just okay I think they're year. I think they're really talented. They're fast, they're quick, they're dynamic. So I think they can be very excuse me, they can be very big play guys. But I mean the Steelers they even have James Washington who comes up big at points with huge catches. And don't look at me like that. Eek. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll say it, Eric Ebron, who, yes, he may have stone hands, but he can also, it's also a very solid route run. And he's fast. He's probably, he might be the fastest tight end. I don't know. They lined him up at receiver a little bit out in Detroit. Uh, also an honorable mention to the Atlanta Falcons, even without Julio, because Ridley, Russell Gage, Kyle Pitts, Hayden Hurst, that's pretty good. I'm sticking by my guns whatever all right but i will but i will tweet at me whoever's listening to this tweet at me and tell me i'm wrong at the at sign lec underscore b-e-l-l that's like atlic like you know the a alec underscore bell tweet at me and tell me i'm wrong bet you freaking won't (laughs) because i'm right okay I, I will make a list though of wide receiver duos. Um, and it doesn't necessarily even have to be wide receiver if you want to include tight end. Um, and then I will agree that uh, the Cowboys probably, maybe top five. Probably top five. I don't know. That actually might come close. In what? Receiving core? Wide receiver duos. Oh, duos? With CD oh. and, well, like off the top of my head, I'm thinking Godwin and what's his name? And then you have um, Titans with Brown and what's and his name? I would I would allow you to include a tight end though if you want in a duo. So like Tyreek Tyree Hill and Kelsey. Kelsey, or like yeah. Um, you still have Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. And th- this obviously wouldn't. I don't think this would be top ten. But if you wanted, like, let's say Zach Ertz and Devontae Smith, if you wanted to, like, I it wouldn't be top ten. Maybe I know, I know. Maybe Devontae Smith now and then, like Zach Ertz five years ago. But oh, yeah, really. Um, but like more like Devontae that. Smith in the next two years. That would Zach be the duo though, because good. they have no other receiver. So, uh, Jalen Rager. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on now. Um, get that Jalen Rager talk out of here. <laughs> when will each rookie quarterback start? So I have six listed here. A couple of them are pretty obvious, obviously, but we're going to. Can I guess your number five? Well, we'll, let's number just, we'll get, when we get to it, you can guess. All right. So number one, Trevor Lawrence. When's, when's he starting, Alec? Week one. That's kind of. Yeah. That was the expectation. Not, not too, what uh, if, not too or, Gardner Minshew, though, in the rearview mirror. You would have a lot of Jaguars fans who are not too pleased. Tim Tebow. If they go in week one. Tim Tebow. <laughs> if they go in week one and they pay tickets to see freaking Gardner Minshew play. Gar- uh, what Green, if he, I mean, if, uh, what if Lawrence are, like just falls flat and Minshew beats him out? You still play him. They look the Peyton, They played Peyton Manning. All year, and he threw what, like twenty-seven interceptions. He's got the like most that. interceptions in a rookie season ever. And they stuck with their guns. That's what they got to do with Trevor Lawrence: take the ups with the downs, 
have the just stick it out have him learn because that's all you I, can i'm, be cl- I'm clearly joking i'm just i know messing with you but like who's he who's he gonna sit back and learn under uh is he gonna sit back and watch freaking Gardner Minshew play and learn something from him? No. He's gonna not. sit back and watch uh, Loker. Is that his name? Something Jake Loker or something? Oh, Jake. Uh, oh gosh. Lutton. 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 It's Jake Lutton. He's not gonna learn anything from him. I mean. No, I I get you. I'm just I'm yanking. Now, if it was like Ryan Fitzpatrick or something like that, then like, yeah, I'd understand if Fitzpatrick started like the first three or four games. And Trevor Lawrence just kind of like sat and learned, watched his techniques, stuff like that, you know. But yeah. I mean, come on, he's probably the most experienced quarterback there, and he hasn't started a game in the NFL. Yeah. Um, Zach Wilson. That's another week one, just because they got rid of Sam Darnold. There's really no other sidebar. Sidebar question: Would you have Would you have kept Sam Darnold and drafted Zach Wilson, uh, or? Uh, like what? What would you have done? Kept I Darnold or drafted? Sam Darnold. I would have probably kept Sam Darnold and traded the pick to say I don't know the Falcons or whoever needed a quarterback. Because I feel like Zach Wilson. You're, what you're getting with Zach Wilson is what you're gonna what you got from Sam Darnold. It's more than just the quarter that back position that you need help with. Well, they they failed to build an offensive line around Sam Darnold and like get him weapons, and then. What do they do? They draft Zach Wilson, basically starting at zero at quarterback, and then they go ahead and give him, you know, Elijah Vera Tucker. Corey Davis isn't a number one, but like it's still a receiver. Uh, like they have a better. And they even had they even had Mecky Becton or Mekhi Becton. I mean, they were getting somewhere with it, and then they just kind of gave up on the project. Yeah, Adam Gase does have a lot of fault there, though. Oh, I agree. I agree. I. That's why I'm in, I'm excited to see Sam Darnold this year, just to see how he does with Matt Rule instead of Gase. Which, yeah, by the way, Gase never ever get another head coaching job ever, <laughs> like not even college, nowhere. Okay, so the third one, uh, Trey Lance. When does he get his first start? That is a very tough question. It depends on what they're going to do with Jimmy Garoppolo. If they keep Jimmy Garoppolo, he might not even see a game on the field. To be honest with you. Uh, well, Jimmy, well Jimmy's there. Jimmy's there this year. It just depends on how he plays and if or if he gets hurt. So, but if we let's assume he doesn't get hurt, that 49ers defense is going to be great. The offense is going to be pretty good too because you have Kittle back. All your running backs will be healthy. Um, you have decent receivers. So, like if if the 49ers start the year off like six and one, you're not going to put Trey Lance in. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to do that. I think they're going to hit a roadblock mid-year where they're like seven and six. They're kind of in the middle of nowhere. That's not mid-year. That's like end of season. That's 13 games. <laughs> okay. We'll say we'll say they're like four and five. Okay. Five that's better. That's better. Middle of nowhere. Garoppolo's just playing, man. Need a spark plug. So I think. Um, I mean, I don't know when their bye week is. So I'm going to say nine games into the season. After their ninth game, Trey Lance will be playing. So basically, so you're just looking games, You're looking at midway through the year, essentially. Yeah, midway through the year, Trey Lance will be in. If, if Garoppolo's not hurt, that's the big if, though, which I, I, I'm guessing he's probably going to get hurt at some point. 
I would probably agree with you midway through the year, but if he plays all the way through and the 49ers are good, he's, he may, it, it's either he sees the field midway through the year or not at all. Yeah, I agree. It's either he's not one. starting week one. 100% no, not. we know. Yeah, that's he would that's have sure. to take the league by storm in preseason. I'm talking like four touchdowns a game, or like, it would have yeah. to be like a, a Tony Romo, Dak Prescott thing where Garoppolo gets yeah, hurt preseason and and then he has to play, and then he ends up being great and whatever. Um, Mac Jones. That's a very tough I, I don't see it being week one. No, uh, it's not week one. I think it might be another Trey Lance situation. But like mid- midway through the year. Midway, if that. I still think he's going to ride out with Cam Newton for the year. But they're, so, they're two completely opposite quarterbacks. It's not like – That's why I was surprised that they drafted him because what they did in the offseason was – build the offense around cam newton because in carolina cam loved to throw to greg olson and just tight ends in general and they brought him and so they brought in hunter henry and johnny smith that's the best that's probably the best tight end duo in the league Uh, or well no tampa bay tampa bay probably but regardless i think that's a really good duo and uh hold on eric ebron and pat fire okay (laughs) wait what about what about uh we're um, not doing this I was gonna think of the Cowboys, but I couldn't think. What oh, was Blake, the Blake Jarwin and Dalton Schultz. Who was the basketball player? Rico Rico Gathers. Rico Gathers. Blake Jarwin. Go on. Um, what was I saying? I have no idea. Oh, um, <laughs> tight ends. Oh, yeah. So like you bring in Henry and Smith, uh, one of the better tight end duos in the league, to help Cam Newton because that's what he likes to throw to. And then you go and draft a quarterback that is literally a pocket passer that has no mobility and is kind of, do you think they drafted him just because he is the the mold of Tom Brady? No, I think they drafted him because they got scared and realized, crap, we're stuck with Cam Newton, who's past his prime. And Bill Belichick is in a win now situation because Bill Belichick never wants to rebuild. He wants, he's a reloader. And he knows that in order to be good in the next year, maybe two, he needs a quarterback now. And I mean, he might see something in Mac Jones that we don't see, but that's just my think of it. Because I mean, he's not getting any younger. Belgian has what, like four or five years left, maybe. He's not um, not gonna take a quarterback for the future right now. And they're not getting rid of Bill Belgian. He could, I don't know, go to the next two, three years with a losing record. They're not gonna get rid of him. No. Uh, I Cam Newton's going to be the starter week one, but I think, you know, maybe four or five games in, if Cam is struggling, uh, they'll, they'll, they might turn to Mac Jones and just see what he's got. I don't know, but it's just going to be weird to, because you're going to have to kind of change your playbook a little bit. That's why I think, cause that's a big change with Garoppolo and Lance. It's not that much of a change of playbook. They have similar play styles. Yeah, well, Lance is a little I, more mobile. I, th- I think you can change the playbook from – whoops. I think you can change the playbook from from like a Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> to like a more athletic quarterback. I think you can change from a pocket passer to an athletic quarterback, but it's hard to change from ath- – An athletic quarterback to like pure you pocket. You, yes, I don't think you can do the inverse. So I think you got to be really exactly. careful about how – That's why – How you do that. 
That's why I think uh, – I don't think Mac Jones will see the field at all this year. If if he does, it's like week 15, maybe 16. Because a, a, mo- a mobile quarterback can just, improvi- can just improvise your playbook. Like you can – they can roll out and just do things on the fly, but a pocket passer can't run read options and – and uh bootlegs and all this other stuff yeah yeah that's true um justin fields is the other one that's actually a very tough one because they just signed Andy Dalton. they still have nick Foles on the books nick okay let's just he, let's just get rid of the nick Foles conversation we're not even entertaining that nick he Foles said did he not wants, play he said i think didn't he say he doesn't want to rush justin fields yes he did but I think he, I think he's going to start week one. You think he's going to start week one? Yes, I do. Um, I think it's going to take until the Bears are out of it. They'll be like, I don't know, four and ten. So probably about week fifteen. That long? They're good. You're you think they're going to wait that bef- until the ship is yeah, basically you're sunk? Right. They're not you're going right. to wait. It'll th- probably be. They'll be about four and four, four and five. Because they were they were a playoff team last year with Mitch Trubisky. (laughs) So like they're not going to wait until the ship sinks to put in Justin Fields. If they start if they start off the year two and three, Justin Fields is going to be in. Oh, I don't know about that. He'll be in. I think they'll have they'll give Andy Dalton a longer, a little bit longer. Matt Nagy is on is on the hot seat. He's on the hot seat. If you if they start losing, they start the year zero and three, or just not strong. They're he's gonna have to put him in, whether he's ready or not. There, but to try and save his job, I I do think Fields is ready though. I think he'll start week one. I I definitely don't think he'll start week one. I think I he think is the most likely to start week one out of Trey Lance and Mac Jones, though. Yeah, that's actually – that's 100% real. But I still don't think he's such week one. All right, and then guess my last quarterback that I have on the list. How many was that, four? That was five. Uh, so it was Lawrence, Wilson, uh, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, five. And now I have a sixth. Well – I was going to say Davis Mills, but I think Davis Mills will start week one. Was that it? That was it, yes. Okay, I was – Because with the, with the – No, Kellamon's not going to start week one or, or at all this well, year. Well, I knew he wasn't going to start week one, but I was thinking maybe you'd see like uh, maybe um, – uh, not that he gets hurt, but Kirk Cousins has a down year, and they're like, all right, let's see what Kellamon has. Like but just at the end of the I year? I think – yeah. I, D- Davis Mills was my first guess when you told me that. But well, because we just don't know what this Houston. Honestly, with, we don't know what we don't know what's going on in Houston with Deshaun Watson. That I don't even know how to, to be, how to begin to unpack that. But there's like, two does he play or what? There's two stipulations whether or not he goes on trial because it could be like the whole Antonio Brown thing where, or Zeke Elliott where he is accused, gets suspended by the league, but doesn't really uh, go to court or anything like that, and doesn't really isn't in trouble with the law. Or he could get traded. We really don't know. Which the only team that's even been mentioned is the, Dem- the, is the Denver, yeah, the Denver Broncos. But I know they're also trying to be in the hunt for Aaron Rodgers, and I think they would rather try Aaron Rodgers be sa- be safer with Aaron Rodgers than trade for Sean Watson, and then Watson can't play. 
Deshaun Watson would be a much lower asking price. I don't even know if Watson generally the first so pick. in a perfect world, Deshaun Watson would cost much more. But because of all of this hanging over his head, I agree with you. Do you think he still fetches a first rounder? I think he has to. You think? I think second rounder at best. I think at least one first. Okay, listen. Remember back a a couple years ago when, I don't know if it was the Vikings or the Eagles traded. They they made a trade, but I don't know who got this player. Sam Bradford was traded. First round pick, yeah. He got got a – whoever traded for him got a first. To yeah, the Vikings. Eagles so the Vikings, the, Vikings. Gave, the Vikings gave up a first and a third for him. I'm sorry, yeah. but if Sam Bradford's get it, like giving you a first and a third, then yeah, but this is Sam Bradford, who you know for a fact is going to start week one. Granted, injuries and whatnot. I mean, with uh, Deshaun Watson, you have no idea if he's ever going to play again. You don't know how serious these allegations are. That's why. Well, that's why a trade. That's why Brown a trade won't happen. That's why a trade. Won't I know this happen. could be. This could be the whole Antonio Brown saga. You don't know what's going to go on. Well, that's why. Now, granted, that's why Oakland, Oakland at the time, now Las Vegas, cut him. Mm-hmm. He asked to be cut. He's like, "I'm not playing here." He said, "Cut me." Remember, he made that well, video. Yeah, like, I know. Free, did, I know he did all of that stuff, but he was also just being a cancer, and they had really had no choice. He was supposed to get traded to the Bills, but whatever. Who cares? It doesn't matter now. Um, we drafted Deontay Johnson with that pick. Well, that seems like it worked out okay. I'm like halfway through this vanilla rim already. Nice. Yeah, so Davis Mills, I think, would you say it's what percent it's chance more, do you think he starts week one? I'll say this it's more likely he starts week one than not. So I'm going to say 80% chance he starts week one, 20% chance he does. It's a fair assessment. I guess it like we just got to see what happens the rest of the summer with Watson we don't, because we what well, is Watson even doing? Is he like at training camp or anything right now? Is he even I don't think so. I mean, he really he has like, no reason even to allowed. Be. Well, is he even allowed? Yeah, he's allowed. They have it. The NFL hasn't come down with any like punishments or anything. But I just think with so this he, whole he's uh, just laying low right now. Yeah, I think he's I mean, he still wants out. But okay, so I would say a trade for Watson is unlikely. But if the Broncos wanted to pull the trigger on Aaron Rodgers, what do you think that would take? It takes Bradley Chubb, a first and a second. I would rather trade Von Miller. Oh, yeah, I would too. But like, you mean trade for Von Miller or no? Like, I would rather. If I'm the Broncos, I would rather package Von Miller than Bradley Chubb. Yeah, I would too. But the they're not the um, Packers are want old ass Von Miller. It's true. They're gonna want the young Bradley Chubb, who, granted, was uh, hurt last year, but he still has a whole bunch of potential. To me, the Packers, from the Packers standpoint, though, I don't think that they. I don't know if the Broncos would offer you know Chubb or Von Miller. I know they would offer the picks, but I don't know if they're going to offer one of their pass rushers. But to me, the Packers should have taken the draft day deal that the San Francisco 49ers offered them because I don't think they're going to get a better deal than that. They offered, yeah, you're right. They were offered Jimmy Garoppolo, the number three pick, and a, like a bunch of like seconds and thirds and other picks. Like they were going to get a haul of picks 
you get the number three pick and you get Jimmy Garoppolo who can play for you for a year or two because well, I also think I also think at this time right today I think they would take that pick but at the time they wanted to rehash things with Aaron Rodgers well, like obviously they you don't because like, that the report came out literally that day and then the 49ers mm-hmm. made that offer so like obviously you're not going to just do it you know um willy-nilly right there but say maybe this had happened a couple weeks earlier and then there's discussion about it leading up to draft day. If I'm the Packers, I would have made that deal. Do you think Rogers is gone? No, I think he'll cave. I think he'll cave too. I think they'll restructure his deal. He'll get more money. And I and think, the, and the reason he'll cave is because the Packers He's, Packers front office isn't going to, they're not going to back down. And I think Rogers is going to realize his best chance of winning is Green Bay. He's not going to go to Denver and have a better chance of winning. He's not going to go to one I of these. Do, I do think it is, it is a winning roster in Denver. They wouldn't be a bad team. Yeah, but that's not that's not a win now roster. I think it is. That's a rebuilding roster. I disagree. Well, we disagree about a lot of things, including Listen, your on defense. Yes, Von Miller's old, but he's still he's still good. I would take Von Miller. If Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, if they're healthy, uh, yeah, in the but- secondary. In the secondary, you have uh, I can't see you anymore. Okay, there you are. Yeah, um, my twenty percent battery. I gotta in, plug in the secondary, you have Kyle Fuller now. Patrick Sertan. You have Justin Simmons at safety. That's a good defense. On offense, their O line's decent. Receivers, I think it's you know it's not like in the upper echelon, yeah, but it's like Jerry Doobie. But as I'm, what I'm saying is not in the upper echelon, but like it's it's decent. It's got a lot of potential. It's up and coming. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, you have Tim Patrick too. Noah Fant at tight end, uh, and then running backs. You have Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams, who they drafted. Was it? Yeah, they drafted Javante Williams, not Michael Carter. And the Jets have Michael Carter. Uh, yep. So like, I think that's a pretty decent team. I think it's not it's not a Super Bowl team. But I think it's a team that it could go to the Super Bowl. Like they would be in contention with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, you mean with Rodgers, right? Yeah, with Rodgers. Okay. Yes. So I'm like, like, like take out take out Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke, whoever starts, and you plug in Aaron Rodgers. That's a, I think that is a Super Bowl caliber team. Sorry about Teddy. Which Teddy Bridgewater will probably start Week One, assuming there is no Watson or Rodgers. Yeah, that's what I would say too. That's a different discussion, but. The Broncos well, are probably the only team though that are in the running for Aaron Rodgers. And if this goes on any longer or gets any uglier, maybe Aaron Rodgers is asking price gets a little lower. Then the Steelers swoop in with the six round pick and save the day. Okay. Will you throw in Big Ben in there too? That's what they want. That's what they get. To. Mason Rudolph. Mason I, Rudolph in a six. I just think the 49ers should have taken or they should have taken the 49ers deal because you get Garoppolo who you can play for a year or two. Um, and then until you draft a quarterback uh, and then you can use the number three pick on Kyle Pitts, or if you don't want Pitts and you want a receiver, you can take Jamar chase either or whatever you want to do. And then you have a bunch of other picks just to work with in the future. Yeah. I mean, what, uh, like to me, there's no other deal that you can get where you're going to get a serviceable quarterback a Hall of Fame level player at number three, and then a bunch of other picks. I just because I don't Bradley Chubb's good. I don't know if he's Hall of Fame level. 
Also fair. So like that's probably your next best deal, but will the Broncos offer that? I don't know. Just knowing that the 49ers put that on the table, I I get that that was the first day of the reports being out and like you're obviously you're not going to just make a reactionary decision and impulsively just trade Rodgers like that, but looking back on it, it might have been their best option. It really was. And like the media would have ripped it for a month and then we'd be all smiles again. Do you want to get to our, our big finale here? Nothing would make me happier. So I, I guess a Ford food chain, and I don't know what you, how you would call, what you would call your list, Alec. Um, mine was, mine's a Ford food chain, but um, I don't know. I'm trying to think, work, think of something with bell, but um, bell bells, uh, bells, um, <laughs> the rum hitting. I'm like, I don't know if you can see that. I'm like half a bottle. God. <laughs> Chill out. Chill I'm out. drinking the whole thing tonight. All right. This tastes disgusting. Anyway, Bell's um, or Alex Atomic. Alex Automatic. Alex Ford Food Chain. Alex... Uh, like Stephen A's, uh, Stephen's A list. It could be Alex A list, Alex B list, because Alex B, Alex That's B's fair. list, or yeah, or that whatever you want to do. And regardless, uh, let's let's do a top ten list. Let's get uh, number one out of the way first. Well, wait, I got to tell people what the list is first. Relax. I haven't even told people what it is. Jesus. Okay. Sorry. Top ten NFL running back tandem. So the best. So you, the starting one. running, the starting running back, and then the backup running back, the best tandems in the National Football League, and we're gonna do top ten. Top ten. Proceed with number one. You want to start one or ten? I thought we were. I thought we went over this. We were gonna go one down. I know. I was just quizzing you. Number uh, one, we have Chunt. You know, Chubb and Hunt. When you said that, I thought you said something else. <laughs> I know that's why I said it because that's their nickname. <laughs> that's yeah, their nickname that's that's the only answer for number one. I'm not even willing to listen to any arguments for number for for any other tandem. As a Steelers fan, it pains me to say. Yeah, I I I really have nothing to say. And same the with only, number two. The only other tandem I would take for number one would be Miles Gaskin and Matt Breida. <laughs> I'm no! kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh my god, you were gonna have... <laughs> You really thought I was serious with Miles yes! Gaskin and Matt Breida? Yes, because you're like, I have a sleeper in here. And I'm like, okay. No, that's sure? no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> also been drinking a lot, so I was taking advantage. All right, now go ahead. Number two. What are you gonna go or am I? Oh, you, well, you said it was. You said it was really obvious. So I want to see what you say. I have the Cowboys with Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard. I have them actually a little lower than that. Number two for me is Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray. Oh, really? Yes. I have them a lot lower. Really? And I mean a lot. Lower. Like not top ten lower, or they're in. The no, top they're top 10. ten. Okay. 
Top five? We'll find out. I have them as number two. Now, number three is my curveball, so I'm going to let you go first. I have the Raiders with Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake. It's a very good one. That one was tough for me. I've got them just slightly further down. Number three for me is Lamar Jackson and J.K. Dobbins. Okay. This is running back. (laughs) He's a running back playing quarterback. I mean, I'll take it. I, I mean, I'll take it. I do have the Ravens in my top 10. But I don't have Lamar Jackson. I didn't think we could use a quarterback. That's why I said it didn't was a curveball. That that's, that's why I said it was a curveball. Obviously, I would take them out. Like when I post this list, that I will post this in there, but I will actually do a real running back tandem. No, I want you to leave. Lamar leave it Jackson. In. Leave it. Leave in. it in there. Okay. And then I want you to post like one of those apostrophes and say like, "I didn't tell Alec I was. We were allowed to pick quarterbacks." Well. What other team would have a, a quarterback in their running back tandems? Well, I mean, if uh, Deshaun Watson played, then maybe Deshaun Watson. But like but Lamar Jackson, that, like not. Lamar Jackson's running ability is a focal point of Baltimore's offense, which is why I, I really is. I, that's why I so, capitalize on that. That's I would. I mean, I would want. Obviously, I I, I, br- I broke the, I broke the game, but yeah. Some people do call him running back, so I mean. So that so I have them at three, but like my real number three, which is technically number four, would be um, Christian McCaffrey and Chubba Hubbard. Wow. See, I don't even have them top ten just because Chubba Hubbard. I have a couple teams in here with um, rookie running backs. I do too, but Chubba Hubbard was not – he wasn't really within my top – I, I don't think he was in my top 10 running backs on my list. I, I was think, never a huge fan of him. I th- I think he was kind of like like kind of a sleeper running back pick in the late rounds of the draft. But anyway, not my number four might come to a shock, but I stick by mine. Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack. I am on I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. They're they're further down just because Jonathan Taylor's only had a year to play so they're a little further down but I'm but, yet, very... but yet you'll put Chubba Hubbard in there who hasn't played well because Christian, Christian it's not, that's what like it's not just Chubba Hubbard you know you know what I'm saying like Marlon Mack and Jonathan Taylor t- combined don't equal Christian McCaffrey um Fair. number number four for me or was so four was yes um number five I have Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake all right. I think they, no matter what, we're top five. I mean, Kenyon Drake's probably a starter on majority. Of yeah, that's that's why he's, that's why they have to be top five. They're both like Josh Jacobs is not a superstar running back, but he's a very good running back. Yes. Kenyon Drake is also a very good running back. Like you don't have that superstar. You just have a very good tandem. Yeah. Not every kind team like, has two running backs that can start. Exactly. So, like, the only two teams that have that are the Browns and the Raiders. It's just the Browns have basically two stars. <laughs> yes. Honestly, I, I, and you could you could actually make the argument if you wanted to put the Raiders at number two, I would be fine with that. I mean, you could. That's why. I mean, I have I have um, Cowboys up there just because I still think Zeke's a star, and you have Tony Pollard who could probably start on the majority of the teams in the league. Could. My number five 
is yeah. it might be kind of questionable. I have James Robinson and Robinson and Travis Etienne. I like that. That's more of a projection probably than anything. I would say that's what I was going for here. Number six. This is I have Zeke and Pollard here. Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard at six. Who do you have at six? I think that's too far down, just because. I just think like Zeke Zeke's just been down. But you also have uh, Tony Pollard, who's been really good lately, and I still think Zeke's got that star status. He just hasn't been putting that Zeke rookie and sophomore season numbers, but he's still putting up very good running back numbers. Just because you're not seeing his numbers from his rookie and sophomore season doesn't mean he's not a very good running back. You know I what didn't I mean? say he wasn't, but he's not a top five running back in the league. Top seven. He's probably sitting at number six or seven. And you have Tony Pollard. De- Derek, Derek Henry, 20. Alvin Kamara, Saquon would probably be top five. Uh, you have Christian McCaffrey, uh, who, else, uh, who uh, Dalvin Cook. That's five right there. I would take all five of those running backs before Zeke. And you could debate. Uh, you could debate. Uh, Aaron Chubb, Jones. Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb, maybe Kareem Hunt. I don't know. Uh, I didn't. Well, I didn't want to sign him to a six-year, ninety million dollar deal. <laughs> that yeah, that's also <laughs> because we would just have Tony Pollard and be fine. But moving on, number seven. Who you got? What do you got? What you, you got? Me, you want me to go first? Uh, Joe Mixon and Giovanni Bernard. Wow. See, I didn't have Gio's not even on the team. He's on the Buccaneers. Gio's on the Bucks now? Yes. Fudge. I cut this out. Cut this out. Well, no, it'll stay in, but I will just make an amendment to my list. He number two is uh shoot. I know it and I can't remember. I I was fully Three. under the impression that he was still there. So that is on me. The only reason I know he's on the Buccaneers is because a Barstool guy named Stephen Shea. He's a Buccaneers so fan. Everyone else is going to move. Everyone else will move up one, and then I'm going to move someone else into ten. Okay, so um, the number seven for me will be Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison. Wow, didn't even have him in the top ten just because of Madison. I, I Madison's like I take man. this number one and two to heart. Like, I think you have to be either be the number one running back in the league and have a eh, number two or be a very good running back and have a decent number two. Like, I don't want, like, the best running back in the league to be in the top ten just because he's number one with a very meh running back. I know Alexander Madison was okay. Like, I don't think he's in the good tier of running backs. I don't think but, he's good but, enough but Dalvin to make Cook, it to I where think is, top ten. Dalvin Cook, I think, is the second best running back in the league behind Derrick Henry. Really? Yes. See, I, I just, I don't know. My number was six or seven. You're on seven. I'm Did on you... six, buddy. No, we're on seven. No, because my last pick was James Robinson and Travis Etienne. That was number five. But I, I said for six, I had Zeke and Pollard. Oh my goodness! I didn't say number six. Did I say so? My number six is Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Yeah, we do. Okay, so we did. We skipped you. <laughs> Sorry. Rum is hitting, but I think Aaron Jones is a very, very good running back, and I think AJ Dillon is a very good complement to Aaron Jones. They're they're not in my in my top ten. They're two completely different running backs, and I think that's why they're very good together. I I debated they would probably be an honorable mention for me, but I I do not have them in 
There, Jesus. Slow down, brother. <laughs> All right. Um, now, what's your so number seven is who for you? J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. Okay. Which honestly, they they could be farther up, especially after this year. J.K.'s only had one year, so I yeah. Mean, so now I don't have them on this list, so I, I will probably, uh, you know, I, I'll still keep them on the outside actually because of what I no, have. No, but here. keep keep Lamar Jackson on there because I mean, credit to you. I really didn't think about Lamar Jackson while I was putting some out there. But I, but I, I definitely did break the game though because I totally just completely like the spirit of this. Well, you backs. broke the wide receiver game when you literally put in your post top wide receiver core in your Instagram post. You put it in my caption. Core. I did. Yeah, exactly. But when you look That's at the graphic, I, I okay, I messed up. I didn't. You said wide receiver, I put, but core. I put a com, yeah. but I put a comment also saying, for the record, I'm including tight ends. You can't say wide receiver core. For the record, I'm including tight ends. You can just say receiving core. Okay, that's what it, that's what the graphic says. I just wrote it wrong in my caption, and I can't get rid of the cat. Oh, I can probably delete the caption, but you can edit it. No, you can't. Yes, you can. Doesn't matter. Okay, it doesn't matter. It's we're crying over. I'm not fighting about this. We're crying over milk that's not even spilled. People know what I meant. I I clarified in the caption. Tight ends are included. It is very spill because it pissed me off. Okay, go on. Number eight. What's your number eight? Uh, eight, I have Marlon Mack and Jonathan Taylor. Okay, fair. I have Derrick Henry and I think his name is D- Darion Evans. Oh, Darrington okay, Evans. My, Darrington this Evans. Is my, this is my uh, Derrick Henry is very – Derrick Henry is good enough to be two running backs on his own. So I didn't even know the guy's name, Darrington Evans, but like I had to put Derrick Henry in there at some point. You know what I mean? That like, makes sense. I don't I don't have him on <laughs> here, but that's I I'm not gonna argue with it though. Number nine. What did you have? James Robinson and Travis Etienne. This is where I put Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray. Granted, I pro- thinking thinking now. I definitely think he should be above the Titans. I definitely think he should be above the Ravens. Set, set in stone, no. I, it is set in stone. I, <laughs> I think he, he should be. I, uh, I, I got, I got, I got flamed for having that. the 49ers on TikTok. I got flamed on yeah, TikTok by a guy. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I'll own up to my mistake. You won't own up to your mistake. All right. All right. Whatever. Whatever. We're getting too heated. In this. I don't think people are going to be able to tell what we're even talking about. Um, number 10. So I kind of, I kind of had to rework this when Giovanni and Joe Mixon <laughs> didn't work out. Um, so I moved one of my honorable mentions into there. I'm going to put, because I did this quickly, I'm not sure how I feel about it, but I'm going to put Saquon Barkley and Dion Lewis. That's actually solid. I put one in my heart. Because you put the Cowboys in your wide receiver core, I'm going to stick to my heart as well. Got to go with my boys, Najee Harris and Benny Snell. Are you lo- Najee Harris hasn't Are- played a snap yet, and, and Benny Snell wasn't the best. I'm going projection. Like you said with the 49ers, and you said with the Dolphins, you're going by projection. I'm going by projection. 
No, well, are you going by projection or are you just saying that because like out of spite for me, number one, and number two, because you're a Steelers fan? It is all three of them. Okay. Whatever. That's fine. Cool. Stupid. How do you put the freaking Cowboys <laughs> number three in our wide receivers? How do you put the 49ers and Dolphins ahead of the Steelers in your wide receiver ring? I, I don't get it. I'm not listening. I'm not listening anymore. I'm two thirds of done, a bottle. What what what's done is done. <laughs> I'm two thirds of a bottle into my vanilla rum, and I'm what's just done is done. I will take the heat. Own up to your mistake. Well, it may not I, be a mistake. It is a mistake. Well, what if they? What if Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk ball out? Well, then call me crazy. I don't know what to tell you. I'm leaving it. That's ridiculous. And I will, I will update midseason. I I will gladly update midseason as the Steelers as Juju has like three touchdowns in his first two games. Juju still had like twelve. Let me look up Juju's stats. Juju may not have had the most receiving yards in the year, but if you actually watch Juju play, he was tough. You saw a stiff arm against. I want to. Say I I know I know Juju is a good receiver. Oh, come on here. Is Juju top 10? No, but I think top 25? Sure. I still think he's our number two, but we're going to play him as our number one because he's bigger. I still think Deontay Johnson. He's better as a number two because he, because he plays better in the slot. Chase Claypool is probably your one. Then Deontay's two, just because he's a little smaller. Like you're you're gonna put those two on the outside, and then you're gonna have Juju in the slot. Deontay literally plays a perfect Santonio Holmes role for us, except not Santonio Holmes. Santonio Holmes probably caught a little more balls than he did, but still caught That's probably the said. biggest one in Steelers history. Oh, I forgot I, forgot I unplugged my keyboard. <laughs> Oops. That's I'm nice. trying to type. I, and nothing's I happening. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what is going on here? Why can't I tell you? All right. So, anything else at the NFL, bud? Well, let me think. Um, oh, not that I can think of. I could definitely rattle off the baseball.